Judging dice by moonlight, rolling twenties by daylight. Never running from initiative. We are the ones who play RPGs. Jesus, you're listening to Freshman Year, a biannual American murder podcast. Where twice a year, I murder one of my castmates. I don't want to be your castmate anymore. Uh, I sever our relationship in that regard. Again, I don't want to be alive. I own guns. <laughs> yeah, <same. Good laughs> I, I would volunteer a tribute except I have plans. So I'm going to get back with you on that. I am Eli Royal, doctor, dishwasher, painter, snake wrangler. <laughs> And I am joined by Ashley. Maper Behaps. Jason. Ermac Gurgelstein. Eric. Oresco's Drygrass. And Abby. Wild. And you're everything but one of those. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a snake true. wrangler. Yeah, I know. That's not the one we're talking not a about. a doctor. I wash dishes. <laughs> Dish doctor. <laughs> yeah. I'm a car doctor. Or depending on how many That's ranks you true. have in it, you could be a boat doctor. That, that is true. He is. He I is could a be a boat doctor. doctor. Oh yeah, for all we know, you might be a. You might have a doctorate in something. This episode is life. brought to you by the University of Phoenix. <laughs> Do you want to be a boat doctor? Because that's just as real as every other degree from the University of Phoenix. <laughs> University of Phoenix. At least we're not Trump University. <laughs> God. <laughs> If that's the only You're not flex, wrong. if that's the okay. only flex you have, there's a problem. Outside of our intro, in which I apparently have a stroke, uh, <laughs> I don't normally recommend podcasts to our listeners that are not this one. But behind the bastards has a two-parter on Trump University, and it's fascinating. Yeah, it's pretty great. But onto our actual show. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, it's been a few weeks since your adventures at the Bozen Tavern. Um, don't sniffle directly into the microphone. Sorry, I'm just trying to breathe. <laughs> How dare you? Yep. You should know better. It's allergy um, season, guys. Yeah, when when we're recording this, it's uh, May. It's so it's middle of pollen hell. But... Coming up, almost a very, very soon, you've only got a couple days left, is your uh, next Magical Physiologies exam, this time on Owlbears. Owlbears. I love Owlbears. They're so cute and murdery. <laughs> you can tame so them fluffy. if you get them early enough. I think they might have brought them back in Mordekainen's uh, multiverse, you know, Monsters of the Multiverse. Uh, Kenshar is what they were called. There were these like hyena lion looking things. Um, but they had the ability to pull the skin back on their faces. Oh yeah. They weren't magical. No. They they weren't magical creatures, but they just like their musculature allowed them to like pull their this loose skin around their faces back so that it looked like they were just bearing their skull. And it was like this fear tactic they could use. But in their in the old canon for them, if you got them as pups, 
and raised them, uh, they behaved exactly like a dog, but they were like these fiercely defensive, protective animals. That's enough digression. <laughs> um, <laughs> How dare you? It's amazing. It's yeah, horrifying. it was delightful. I loved it. They were like the size of a pony. Um, but, um, so yeah, you guys have some time. You can study, you can study together, you can pull an all-nighter. Uh, how do you guys want to handle your, uh, your studying phase for the owlbear exam? Study together. Napier would want to do that. Study together. Yeah, I think we're going to study together again, but uh, Ermac's not going to pull an all-nighter this time because that backfired horrifically. We're going to study together, and yeah, I'm going to be that guy who invites the, the girl he likes over to study with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, let's see. All right, so because you're all studying together, you will have an advantage on this role. Um, so let's start with Maper. Um, what are you doing to help you study for this? Because remember, you can use any skill whatsoever. I always forget that this is a... Hang on. I'm going to use survival. Ermac's going to use survival? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you... How does that manifest itself? Because I, I, I think that's a, allowable, but for it to be wisdom instead of intelligence... Mm-hmm. I want you to sell me on using your wisdom instead of your intelligence. Well, we're learning about owlbears, right? Right. So what I'm going to do is crack open a bunch of like uh, guides and logs about how I survived an owlbear attack, you know, things like that. And I'm going to uh, read through those. Just general like encounters. Of the yeah, people you're going to be reading a lot more like personal accounts. Yeah. I think that's still intelligence. Okay, then I'll do... Uh, but if I you're trained nature. in survival... I am trained in survival. Then you just roll intelligence plus proficiency modifier. Okay. <laughs> and the guide is written by this universe's version of Bear Grylls, who is an actual bear man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Amazing. in that case, I will roll uh, And you nature, do have advantage, because, because you're all studying be... together. Naturum. Uh, so, I don't know how to do... Uh, advantage, so I'm just going to click this button again. Uh, 19. 19. That is a success. So this may not work, but I just think it's very funny. I want to use persuasion. It's like I'm persuading myself to remember the information. So you're just like repeating everything in a mirror? <laughs> yes. We should mention actually um, that so last time, everybody might Remember that Fancy Pants was killed. He was. Disapparated. <gasps> um, however, he was murdered. Uh, Maper, you go to sleep that night. You went to sleep very upset. Mm -hmm. But when you woke up, Fancy Pants was back. My baby! <laughs> so, uh, I think you're just like persuading Fancy Pants. <laughs> Pers You're like teaching him. <laughs> yeah. You're persuading him to memorize the information and attempt to remember it yourself. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, so go ahead and roll persuasion. Fancy Pants is the Kwisatz Haderach, the one who is in all places at once. Your dice are so mean to me, Eli. What'd you get? Well, you have advantage. 
I know. <laughs> 16. Thank God. That's a success. Yeah, I got a nine. That was the highest I got on the dice. <laughs> Damn, plus seven persuasion. Yeah. Maper is very persuasive. Yes. <laughs> That's right. You have like a 20 charisma, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> he just gets very excited. He um, can persuade yeah, people. Over here. I'm just feeling like such a basic bitch. My highest <laughs> modifier is four. <laughs> I'm very good at a few things. <laughs> very um, good. Well, speaking of... How is Wild going to study? Uh, he's going to do the same thing he did last time: exercise and recite, like uh, oh, recite the ex- facts recite as facts. you uh, do burpees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it worked last time. Hey, it jobs. worked last time. Yeah, and he's doing like push-ups and stuff. Just you know, mix it up a bit. All right, go ahead and roll athletics. Eli, the dice you make are amazing. This was a natural twenty, <laughs> so twenty-four. Jesus, it'd be nice to um, I want to reward you extra on a natural 20, but we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Now, okay. Eric, for Oreskos, mm-hmm. because I can't believe I forgot her name. Oh, um, I have my tracking sheet. Aurora Luna Winterstar. Uh, because you invited Aurora, do you think that Oreskos is distracted? Probably. Okay, then you're going to roll flat. Then okay. how do I want to approach this? If I had to choose a way that I think Oreskos would do this is Oreskos has a fair amount of uh, knowledge in uh, animal handling. Like he's done a lot of um, work with animals directly. And I feel like he would uh, use that, that knowledge to kind of um, with, you know, the help of information that is being fed to me, um, peace out like the temperament and, um, personality of of owlbears and and how they thrive and do things in their natural habitats i think that's fair i think that's a fair animal handling if you're you're approaching it from an animal behavior standpoint uh i think that counts yeah all right let's do this okay flat roll 19 not bad that's a success uh i do actually everybody Everyone make an insight check, and Oreskos make yours with disadvantage. Disadvantage. Insight. Do I just get regular? Yeah. For everybody, it's flat, but for... Wow. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> uh, what did Maper get? A natural one. Okay. Automatic uh, Ermac? I got a 17. And wild. I got an eight. And what about Oreskos? An 18. Okay. Ermac and Oreskos notice Aurora is flirting. Alrighty then. She seems to be picking up whatever it is that Oreskos is putting down. <laughs> nice. You get it, buddy. <laughs> so everyone succeeded, which means everyone gets one re-roll as part of your uh, testing phase. So when you're actually taking the exam and rolling your rolls for that, everyone gets one re-roll. Um, Abby, since you rolled a natural 20, I want to give you a little something. So I'm going to say you have two re-rolls. Hooray. So some of the stuff you guys pick up, like, uh, Oreskos, because you approached it from a animal behavior, uh, standpoint, you know that owlbears are aggressive and usually very ill-tempered. Um, they are known to attack with no provocation whatsoever. 
Uh, you also know that they aren't naturally drawn to cupcakes and muffins, but they do fucking love them. <laughs> and it is a very quick way that you can calm an owlbear down. Sweets. Uh, some other things is that owlbears do not roar, but they do screech like owls. I, Eli, personally know what that sound is because I once had an owl land on the roof of my shanty. I can hear them outside my window all the time. Oh, yeah, there's a an owl yeah. that gets pissy sometimes in the woods behind my house. Uh, he scares me awake sometimes. I just love it. I remember that um, one time I was over and there were all those owls. And I was like, oh, my God. I remember you were over and a tree branch fell on the roof. And you're like, what happened? I'm like, it is a tree branch? Go to sleep. I woke up in the from dead sleep and was scared. Okay. So you all also know that owlbears usually live in caves and ruins, uh, and they like to, they use bones as bedding, but they also use them to play, uh, chew toys and things like that. I'm just imagining a baby wild owlbear just, just playing with a human skull. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, and if you were to get an owlbear and try to train it, they learn best by mimicking. So if you want them to like jump up on a stool, it is best for you to crawl around and hop up on a stool to teach them how to do that. So those are just some fun Albert facts. This has been Albert facts. <laughs> so it is now the day of the exam. All of you are prepared. You're ready to go. And the first part is on Albert disposition and habits. So I need everyone to make a nature check using their intelligence modifier. Instead of wisdom modifier. Oh, nature is intelligence by default. You're correct. <laughs> well, that looks like a reroll. Oh. <gasps> What'd you get, Maper? I don't know. And you do yeah. have one reroll if you want to risk it. Because you only have to pass one exam to or pass one part of the exam to pass. Okay. I'm not gonna risk it. Eleven. Mm, okay. Arescos. Uh I initially got a natural one, but then I rerolled and I got a natural mother effing 20. So. <laughs> nice. Uh, Ermac got a 19. 19. And wild. I got another natural 20. I don't know what's going on today, but okay. We'll They're going to betray me later. I know it. So the next part of the exam is Albert Companions. Short essays on common methods for taming, training, and handling owlbears, and on keeping owlbears as companions. This will be an animal handling check. Hey. Is that using intelligence instead of wisdom? Dice no. So it's regular. Okay. Yeah, not terrible. Mm-hmm. Not great. Mm, I'm going to use my reroll. What'd you get, Eric? I got a 10. A 10. Mm. Okay. What did Ermac get? When we're using the reroll, do we use the highest number we got? Uh, we'll say yes. Ten. Okay. What about wild? Uh, so I re-rolled that because initially it was a five, but right. now it is a twelve. And with my okay. hand, so that's totally in total fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. What about Maper? That was with nature. No animal handling. Animal handling. Thirteen. All right. Everyone ultimately passed the exam. Uh, Wild is the only one who aced the exam, however. All right. So everyone, 
gains uh, one student die. This is a d4 that you can add to uh, add once to any nature or animal handling role. Except for Abby, Wild, because Wild aced their exam, they get two student dice. A student dice to use on what? Nature? Nature or animal handling. Uh, and Ermac, because you passed an exam, you are no longer on academic probation. Yay! Um, so that's fun. Everybody passed their exam. Yay! Not feeling out. So, one of the things that comes up right after everybody's finished with the exam, a bunch of the students are, uh, chit-chatting with each other about uh, the upcoming Rose Stage Festival. It's a improv outdoor play. Uh, happens later on in the year. It's coming up in a few weeks. Is anyone paying attention to any of the rumors that are being discussed? Or do we want to move on? I'm wondering. Because for this festival... Um... Like, do we have an idea, like, because I know we're still, like, first-year students. Do we have any idea about what this is about, like, what this is like? Not really. You know that it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Like, it is a festival. It's not just a, you know, mm. it's not just the drama club puts on a play. Gotcha. Um, because Ermac is always interested in making new friends, uh, Ermac's going to pay attention to the rumors. Okay. I feel like Maper might only because he doesn't know what the festival is. Alright. Um and, Yeah. Wild's curious too. Okay. Um the three of you end up speaking to um one of your classmates is a dryad. Uh a male presenting dryad by the name of Melwithorn. And he says, uh I've had that they have a uh, that the drama guild has combined the hide of a bear and an owl head taxidermy to create a weird owl bear prop, and that they have plans to use dragon, goat, and lion puppets to simulate a chimera. What was the last thing to to be a chimera? Oh, um, that the drama guild plans to use dragon, goat, and lion puppets to simulate a chimera. So are they combining the puppets? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> what else did you think they were going to do? I was so confused. As a person and a player, I was like, I heard that they were going to have the were. puppets out it's to okay. symbolize it. And I was like. Simulate. <laughs> okay, whatever. I just, I just like to think like. <laughs> Maper's like, I, I just like to think Maper's like, are they combining puppets? Are they making some sort of weird eldritch Muppet creature? Like, that's like, that's all I could think of. I want, I, I want. I was taking a drink of water as you said that. <laughs> that's why, that's, that I, want I did ask that in that character. So bad. I did ask yeah. that in character. I've, I've been, I've been uh, well, and uh, uh, Melwithorn says, um, yes, I suppose they are. That's kind of <laughs> weird. That sounds delightful. That's actors for you. <laughs> Do you know a lot of actors? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious to see it now. Very matter of fact. 
No. <laughs> um, so not too long after, you all are uh, enjoying some, you guys got your, your, some coffees or teas, or in the case of Maper, juice uh, from the Fire Jolt Cafe. And you're just sort of like sitting out in the sun, chatting. You know, you don't have any exams or papers due for a while. Not a care in the world. When uh, Aurora walks up Arescos and uh, she goes, Hey, hey guys, how are you guys doing? Oh, hey, Aurora. I'm doing hey, good. Hey, Rescos. That's good to hear, Maper. They won't give me anything wanna... that alters my state of being. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to give me anything that has caffeine in it on the account of what happened when I had all that alcohol. Yeah, I heard that you threw up in the kitchen and it bore a hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Almost started a fire, too. Yeah, you shouldn't drink anymore. <laughs> it was kind of fun, though. And my friend... Hang on, let me look at his name. I think it's Javanash. Yeah, my friend Javanash invited me out to the bar again. Actually, he's he'll make sure you don't get too drunk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to say hi before I had to go off to class. And she... Uh, Oresco, she puts one hand on your shoulder... Mm -hmm. And the other hand on your hand, mm. and then walks away, and you notice that she has slipped a piece of paper into your hand. Oh, very nice. I'll uh, I'll wait until we have uh, we have separated to uh... be before before we we separate. Oh, you mean from her or like from a group? But the group. I'm. I. This is this is something that I think he would. Uh... I I think she wasn't particularly subtle uh, about it, so I think everyone would have noticed. I got you. Okay. So then, then I guess it doesn't matter. I I wait. <laughs> Till she's uh, far, she's no longer in like earshot. Then, then like a uh, pop up where I'm sprawled up on the grass and go. So what you give you? Uh, there's a piece of paper. I'm getting ready to look at it right now. So you know, look who's got a girlfriend. Oh, it hasn't got. Oh, Siri, exchanging you got a girlfriend. It hasn't, it hasn't gotten to that point. Oh. Let's just let's just slow down a little bit, okay? Plus, also, I am sort of promised to be married to someone else so let's just kind of <laughs> you got a wife no i don't have a wife we're not married wife would imply that we're yes thank you right wife would imply that we're married fancy pants says congratulations i think you should talk to that talk to or about that before you get too serious no i know I, i'm waiting i'm waiting for the right opportunity to why can't you just have both Herbert. It... uh <laughs> In some cultures, uh, that's that's fine. In my culture, that's very much not okay. Um, I mean, look, I'm just, and I just, I just open. Fancy Pants thinks this is real confusing. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. And Oreskos uh, opens the uh, the paper and reads it. So it says. Big heroes on campus, you're the talk of the school, what with your monster dispatching ways. But can you recover the legendary sassy Sally Jane? Many have tried, all have failed. Meet us outside Captain Dapplewing's Manor at midnight tonight and see if you've got what it takes. Oh boy. This is, uh, this is something. Um, oh, and I'll, I'll spread the paper like, out on the table. Sassy Sally Jane? 
I I think Maper is actually the one most likely to know this. <laughs> Please tell me so I can tell the um, rest of the group. So Sassy Sally Jane is a pink-haired doll in a patchwork dress. Um, inside of the doll is a voice box that uh, some student rigged to repeat rude phrases whenever the doll's hand is squeezed. <laughs> So, um, and for a long time, it was passed around the student body to <laughs> annoy teachers and faculty. Um, but eventually it was successfully confiscated. <laughs> and now it is in the attic of Capel Dapplewings Manor. Captain Dapplewings Manor. I like Capel Dapple. Capel Dapple. <laughs> Capel Dapple. <laughs> um, Capel Dapple. Capel Dapple likes it, apples. It sits alongside other broken, <laughs> malfunctioning, or forbidden items. Haunted um, items, you mean? <laughs> and something everyone knows is that Captain Dapplewing's Manor is a learning annex. Um, generally, it's actually used by faculty members to like entertain donors and things like that. Um, but it's also a place that uh, faculty members can take students for like one. Like, actually, Ermac has probably been there a few times as part of his uh, academic probation. Yeah, for tutoring. Uh, it is a two-story house located on the central campus. So, yeah. Was... Anything more, you'd have to make a successful uh, intelligence history check. I want to do that. Never mind. <laughs> I got a natural one. So, Sassy Sally... Is that the name of the doll? Sassy Sally Jane. Sassy Sally Jane. Mm -hmm. like, oh, Sassy Sally Jane! I used to want one of those dolls when I was a kid. I heard that they have it over in the... um, What's the building's name again? <laughs> Manor? Captain Dapplewing's Manor. I was going to say Capital Cap Dappler's Manor. Captain Dappler? Yeah. To Dappling? Captain Dapple? Captain Dapplewings Manor. Captain Dapplewings. I'm going to say it wrong. Capital Dapples Manor. It's in there. I heard that there were some kids that made it say some not so nice things. I mean, that's an improvement over the over the doll itself. What do you mean? I liked the doll. It was so I mean, I, I have two young, I have two younger sisters who had one. Lord. After a while, it gets very tiring. Oh. I'm just well, so surprised. Maper, what you know is that the the store bought Sassy Sally Jane dolls are like any other five year old girl talking doll. Mm -hmm. Feed me. However, like you that. know that yeah, but you know that this one has been enchanted to say rude things. Yeah. <laughs> instead of the normal things. Yeah. Which is why it was taken away. Yeah, that's why I said it says not so nice things. Mm -hmm. This one does. That's this is. I'm sorry. This this uh, you know, this doll that they have enchanted to to say to say rude things. That's that's hilarious to me. That is like peak college shit. <laughs> Delightful. I will say, reading over this book several times, you can tell that everyone who wrote it went to college because I would not have been able to write something like this so well. <laughs> Uh, well, well, I want to go and break the doll out. It's it's almost like a challenge at this point. To be fair, yeah. <sighs> yeah the rest goes impress your girlfriend. She's not my girlfriend, first of all, and then second of all, uh, 
this seems like one of those things that we should probably not get caught doing, you know, <laughs> just because of reasons. Fancy pants. Yeah, I just got done with that to make it appet. Ap- ap- Fancy pants. Hey. We have entered the idea. no talking zone. <laughs> That's a great idea. We'll infiltrate tonight. Well, you guys are supposed to meet whoever. Yeah. Presumably Aurora like, and a bunch of other know, students in front of the manor. Fancy Pants is just talking. Or, sorry. Maper was just talking to Fancy Pants and saying, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, does does Maper like... know what Fancy Pants is saying? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Amazing. So, well, yeah. You have a mental so, link with your frog, so mm-hmm. yeah. As per <gasps> the found familiar Amazing. spell, Maper uh, can communicate telepathically with uh, Fancy Pants. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. I just got off of academic, academic, I can't say that in that accent. <laughs> academic. academic. I just got off of academic probation. <laughs> that word doesn't like my speech magics very much, but you know what I'm trying to say. I don't want to get in trouble. Simple. We don't get caught. So what kind of preparations, if any, do you all want to do before midnight? We should probably find out as much about <laughs> Captain Dapplewing's office as possible. Manor. Manor. Well, if they have other, yeah, because if they have other items that are contraband, I don't think all of the contraband is going to be in his office. I think. So it is the manor that you're going to, not an office. Yes. And yeah. the doll is in the attic. So you do know where it is. I think we should be with that knowledge i think we should be looking for points of entry into the attic and buying uh anything we might need to get to there looking for a floor plan stuff like that yeah we're not going to get a floor plan but we can at least ask around look around i i will say to the group so if we have to go into the attic i don't know how the architecture in this place works but if they have like you know access in the attic like vents or anything like that if you're not terribly skittish around spiders I think I have a way of getting up there doesn't Maper eat spiders uh, yeah I think, love spiders thanks and more along the lines of too. the kind of spiders that might eat Maper oh yeah. well that's what magic's for make it smaller so I can eat it <laughs> I have a big um, source anyone who wants to see what they know about the manor can make a history check. Oreskos puts his both of his palms on his face. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, you said a history check. Ermac got a four. I got a fifteen. I got an eleven. What was the right. roll for? I love that Wild is both a, a jock and seems to be like the most academically capable of the entire group. It's important to know that I built my stats roughly based off of a skeleton stats, so I'm That's real dumb. <laughs> uh I built I built uh a wild kind of like a initially he was gonna be a wizard until he, you know, hit his teenage rebellion phase and actually decided no and actually realized no, he actually likes this whole, you know, I'm exercise and sports instead. thing. Yeah. Um all right, what did Maper get? What was the role for? Because I have a flat story. So, all right. I don't know if I'm trained in that. Let me double check really quick. Histra. Uh, oh, I am. Uh, History. 16. 16? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
so this is what Maper and Wild know. The manor is used mostly as kind of a teacher's lounge sort of deal, but it goes all the way back to the uh, founding of Strixhaven. A Owlin mage and military veteran, Ramus Dapplewing, uh, Captain Ramus Dapplewing, held faculty appointments uh, there. And on his death, the manor was bequeathed to the university university which honors his legacy by giving it his name and keeping most of the manor in pristine condition they they've made very little changes to it and while it serves as offices for higher member faculty and also entertaining uh dinner guests and things like that uh, no one actually lives in the manor the doors are closed and locked uh, from 10 p.m until 6 a.m both of you know that uh, there are there are always two professors monitoring as like security at any given time. Sue, you also know that there are on the ground floor there are uh, there are four entrances. There are. Uh, three verandas, two smaller ones on the sides, and one large one, and then there are the main doors. Um, the attic itself has no windows or anything to climb through. How many stories does the manor have? It's two stories. Um, technically, the attic is like a third story, but it's a single room. Oh, and just like every other building on campus, the stairs adjust depending on who's using them so it sounds like the only way in is on the ground floor unless you know we've somehow managed to get a window or something on the second floor open which we don't know where those go so that'd be a bad idea there are two guards walking around doors are probably locked yeah i'm not gonna lie it sounds like it might be tough we just gotta not get caught by them too. Security. Security. <laughs> Security. Security guards. Uh. <clears throat> we make a very distinctive appearance, so. What'd you say? I said we have a very distinctive appearance. I mean, I'm the only talking skeleton that I'm aware of that's sentient, and then you're the only um sentient sapient possum that I'm aware of. Yeah, but I can crawl up walls and shit. Well, yeah, but if they see you and they think that it's you, a student, and not, you know, a random I possum. I can just pose like so a taxidermy possum. They have them in houses sometimes. What preparations do you want to make before <laughs> showing up at midnight? We should probably set up some kind of distraction. Get the guards away from any entrances so that we can actually make entry into the building. Um, based on the information that Maper and Wild have shared. You don't think that's that's really necessary. Like as long as you're not breaking anything, they're probably not going to come investigating. Maper, I know you're probably not going to you're probably not going to like this, but uh, maybe you should leave the hat in our in the dorm room. <laughs> it's very distinctive. I love my hat. So the thing with the um, security is that they're not like wandering around per se. Because uh, it's less like, hey, these are security guards, and more like, 
hey, it's your turn in the rotation to make sure students aren't fucking with this place. <laughs> okay, so never mind. <laughs> they, they're just sitting in, in like, you know, It's literally professors who are doing this. Um, like, it, it is literally two teachers that one of you may have. Amazing. But I, I am also a horseman, so. This is true. I cut a distinctive figure. That's okay, though. Um, well, Once again, I am playing um, the average man. <laughs> another thing is that um, at the uh, student store, you guys can get most anything you might need. And all of you have at least 100 gold. We should go get some stealthy stuff, I guess. Some stealthy stuff. <laughs> I don't need stealthy stuff. I can turn into stealthy stuff. <laughs> I want to buy a healing potion just in case something goes wrong. In case one of us, what, falls or something? I mean, didn't you say there was giant spiders and also no, like... I no, he said in. he was going to turn into a giant spider. <laughs> Ew. Oh, nice. Large spider. But no, I've actually changed my mind on that one since I don't really need to do any climbing since we're just going to go in through the ground floor, so... One of Fancy Pants suggests this. Um, so the rest of you here. That's a great idea, Fancy Pants. And what you hear is, I'm pretty sure they sell dust of disappearance at the student store. I hope it's glittery. <laughs> <laughs> hope what's glittery? Um, Fancy Pants says they sell the, what was it? Dust of disappearance. Dust of disappearance at the student store. I'm gonna go buy some. We <laughs> should use it and sprinkle it on ourselves. Nice. I go to so follow Maper to the store. Each purchase is uh, a single use, but what it does is it turns. If you like douse yourself in it, it turns you and all creatures and objects within ten feet of you. Invisible for 2d4 minutes. Everything around um, you, too? Yeah. Well, well, creatures and objects they're carrying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just and <laughs> as long as you don't attack anything or cast any spells, you'll be invisible for 2d4 minutes. Okay. All right. How much does this cost? Uh, it's 75 gold each. Jesus. I mean, that's not bad for what it is. Also, Maper makes five gold a week, so it's been oh. like eight weeks. Oh. You have like 40 extra gold. Oh, okay. Let me add that to my 54 gold that I have right now. 54 gold and one uh, platinum piece, which is 100 gold. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, so a platinum is 10. You said 50. It was 40? Oh, it is? Yeah, platinum so is 10. You like, so I've made 40? Okay, so 10 gold. Yeah. What? You said I've made 40 since? Yes. Okay, so I have 94. Oh, I don't have enough money. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not paying for this. <laughs> I've I've got I've got enough. It'll leave me with just my platinum piece, but I've got enough. I'm just gonna go ahead. I can. Uh, well, oh, everybody's got it. I bought. If you can get it, you might want to get some. Yeah, what? some back more than because it's only a single dose and it only lasts a few <clears throat> minutes. I'm gonna give mine to. Um, I'm gonna give mine I to Ermac. I'm gonna enough. say I am not gonna be in any. It's not a joke, but it kind of is. I'm not gonna be in any shape. To use that, so uh, yeah, I don't have enough. I can only get one because it's seventy-five gold, right? Yes. Yeah, I can only get one. 
you have 40 gold and you had 54 gold before. Yeah. And so when, when I get so that, it's 19 40 gold 40 plus left. 54. Yeah. Then you have 19 gold left. Yeah. I was just saying I so can't get can a second one. you can't afford it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you said I can't get that. No, no, so. I meant like I can't get a second one. I can't get one. Yeah. We have two doses. I think we'll be fine. All right. So... You all arrive at midnight to a small group of students. Some of them you recognize. Javanesh and Aurora are here. So there is a... They are all standing underneath this humongous, probably 150-year-old oak tree uh, in that's in front of the uh, manor. And uh, Aurora kind of elbows Javanesh and says in a stage whisper, clearly intending you all to hear her. Uh, I told you they'd be here. Pay up, you goof. Uh, and then she says, she kind of steps in front of everyone and says, uh, this is it. Sassy Sally Jane is up there in the attic. For years, people have tried to liberate her. For years, they've failed. But we think this year is different. This year, you're on campus. She's a pink-haired doll with this patchwork dress on, so uh, go on. Go in there, become camp- campus legends. And you know what? If you bring her back... We'll pay for your lunch for a week. No, a month. Sounds fair. And then the tree says, that's a pretty good deal. God. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh, my God. And and I'll say, okay. And then Oreskos kind of stretches out a little bit and then goes, and then you watch as his eyes glow green for a little bit. And then he magically turns into a giant weasel. (laughs) (laughs) like a five foot long black white banded weasel so maper gets really excited and comes over and just like pets you it's like oh my goodness you're so cute (sighs) if a weasel could sigh it would be happening (laughs) i want to imagine this weasel with like the little hair flop so it looks Uh like has nemo i literally was about to say that he's got a little fair hair flop oh my god moves it out of his face Okay, so obviously the easiest way in is through the front door. Um, but you guys tell me how you want to get in. Well, considering that Oreskos can't really talk right now, y'all are going to have to... No less for an hour? Uh, wild shape? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. At this level, yeah. I can extend it another hour because I have two uses. I think if we're not going to use the front door, which I would think not, then looking for a window on the side. Ermac has already used the dust of disappearance and is heading towards the front door. Okay. Why don't you retcon that? <laughs> okay. Because if you were using it by yourself, no one else is invisible. Oh, okay. Like they, you all have to be standing within 10 feet of you. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought we were all together. Probably. Yeah. yeah, but we haven't said that yet. Let's be so. certain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we could just use this dust stuff and then walk through the front door. It'll just be like the wind opened the door or something. Oh, that's right. Also, again, there's no real security. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we use that for if we get caught or like a, we startle a teacher? All right. Now let's just go through the let's front door. Let's go through the front door. <laughs> Yeah, because one thing, looking at the size of this building, it's going to take you more than eight minutes just to get to the attic. 
Oreskos will just um, uh, climb up onto Wild's back and just kind of hang off. <laughs> I feel um, you climbing up my pant leg, and I just kind of grab you and just put you on my shoulder like... Uh, the, they're giant weasel. They're like five foot. Yeah, but still, a five foot weasel isn't that, like, you, it might weigh 50 pounds. Like, it's a weasel. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were much they're smaller mostly than long, you were, so but that's anyway, um, What is everybody's passive perception? Uh, hmm. Passive Let perception. Let me look. <laughs> 15. 14. 10. 10. 10. Okay. Oreskos, you notice that um, hidden in a potted plant right next to the front door is a key. Clearly, one of the faculty members frequently forgets their key. I will make weasel noises. <laughs> and then if somebody actually stops and is like, what? Well, I'll just kind of yeah. like. That's, yeah, yeah I, I stop and go, what's up? I'll point towards the the thing, the the pot. Uh, do I notice it after he points it out? Yeah, probably. Not? Oh, hey, nice, nice catch, Roscos. And I go to grab the key. Weasel noises. All right, so you unlock the front door and walk into the foyer. In the foyer are several coat racks, uh, but they're actually statues. Uh, but they kind of have their arms outstretched, kind of take people's coats and things like that. There are two dwarves wearing high-collar jackets. A one-tusked loxodon, a monocle-wearing orc, and a gnome with a skunk for a hairpiece. That's on the left. On the right is a drow-wearing scarf, a burly human in a tuxedo, and a high elf in a cowl. Actually, Maper and Wild rolled high enough on their history checks. You know that these statues are supposed to depict Captain Dapplewing's favorite military friends. Uh, all of which are also were also good friends to Strixhaven University and uh, Oreskos. You notice that the uh, dwarven coat racks are starting to move. Uh, weasel noises. Uh, everyone else, make a perception check. I love that we are doing things in response to weasel noises. <laughs> no. So a weasel, a possum, a skeleton, and an elf walk into a <laughs> half elf, but yeah. Oh, Still, not not an entirely incorrect statement. A half correct statement. Yeah. Uh, what did Maper get? A two. Wild. Fourteen. Uh, Ermac. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, then that means Oreskos is the only one to act in the surprise round. Oh. Mm-hmm. Everybody, roll initiative. Oh my god. Uh let's see. Giant Weasel. Initiative. What did Maper get? Twelve. Twelve. Do I have to roll for fancy pants too? No, he'll act on your initiative if you want him to do anything at all. Okay. Oresco's got a nine, Ermac got a seven. What about Wild? Wild got a thirteen. Yeah, Ermac got a seven. Alright, first up are the statues. One of them moves up and says, may I take your coat? And punches wild. (laughs) Jesus. This house is working against us. 
Uh, 21 hits. Yeah. For four bludgeoning damage. Ow. Uh, however, a 12 does not hit. Nope. And the next one goes, coat, 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 and uh, punches Oreskos. Hey. <laughs> well, you're on wild shoulders. Weasel noises. <laughs> <laughs> Angry weasel noises. <laughs> A 15 hits and does one bludgeoning damage. But a seven does not. Oh no. Bludgeoning damage. Arescos, it is your turn. Oh man. Um well I wasn't anticipating having to fight statues. Um so I guess I'll I'll try to freaking bite him. Like why not? Yeah, man, go for it. That's a seventeen versus armor class. That hits. For four points of piercing damage. Hell yeah. That seemed to hurt a lot. Yeah, these are more like wooden carvings than they are like stone statues. Weasel noises. All right. Uh, yeah, that is uh, that is my turn. All right. The one that you bit is going to go, coat, <laughs> coat, coat. Uh, 14 to hit. Uh, yeah, that hit. For two bludgeoning damage. And then a six. That's not. And the one that punched wild goes, can I have your coat? And punches you. <laughs> uh, but they only got a 13. And a natural one. And now it's wild's turn. Uh, the one that hit me, I'm going to slap it and uh, use shocking grasp because I can do that. Ooh. So that was a fourteen. A fourteen does not hit. Damn it! I'm I'm just I'm done. I don't yeah, want to rage. About to say you only have two rages. You might want to save it. Also, I don't think we want to you know have me yelling and trying to, and getting us all caught. Like first thing, <laughs> rage. Uh, Maper, it is your turn. If I give them a coat, will they stop? You don't know. I'm gonna try and put my my coat or my little robe on on it and see what happens. Okay, make a uh, persuasion check with disadvantage. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I rolled again. I can't get lower than that. I got a natural one. Yeah, you you take off your coat and go to hand it to the one yelling coat and it just goes rat coat rat coat. Oh, that's mean. I'm a blossom. Is there anything I can... Uh, uh, I think that would be... My entire turn. I don't... Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's your whole... I was about... Actually, can thing. I... Can I... Uh, Misty, step away? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Arescos. Oh, boy. All right. Um. Well, I don't really get the memo about the coat. Because I am not a coat nor am I wearing a coat other than the one that is my actual skin. So, uh, weasel bite. <laughs> uh, that is an 11 versus armor class, which I'm pretty sure does not do it. Uh, yeah, that's going to be my turn. Ermac. Ermac is going to cast spell called, uh, sacred flame. 
Rad. have to make a deck save. Uh, 12? No, they, that's what they needed. Oh. And Dan, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. All right. The one that almost got shocking grasp is going to try and hit wild, or yeah, try and hit wild. Uh, that's an eight and a 20 for one bludgeoning damage. And then it will, the other one will try and hit Oreskos again. Uh, but that is a seven and a critical. Woof. Six damage. <laughs> uh, Oreskos is a centaur again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And now it is Wild's turn. I'm going to take off uh, the jacket I'm wearing and give it to the to the coat thing in front of me. Maybe that'll make it stop. All right. Make a persuasion check at disadvantage. That's a 17. All right. They uh, take your coat and then both of them proceed to step back where they were supposed to be. Who would make something like this? Everybody make arcana checks. And actually, Ermac can make your, you can make yours with advantage because we established that you've been here before. What'd you uh, get, Ermac Maper? got an 11. Ermac got an 11. Wild got a 5. I got a 7. I got a 19. With a 19, you were able to deduce that they are not supposed to be activated at this time of night, and it has messed with their magical programming. They're, they're magically enchanted to walk up and take your coats, but because you are here outside of designated times, the magic didn't know how to handle that. So it decided to try it's to like beat us up. startled awake. Kind of. Oh, hey, well, that's cool. Built-in security system that also takes your coats. So the foyer, which is where you are now, opens up into a large hall. Uh, a magically shifting step, a set of magically shifting steps connects the foyer to this spacious open area. Beautiful thick carpet is on the floor, topped by a crimson runner that leads into the dining hall beyond that you can see. And from the corner of your eye, you can see a formerly attired figure. Uh, it is a. It appears to be some sort of clockwork uh, golem, kind of casually pacing back and forth. Uh, they have a silver waistcoat, a black jacket with tails, and a cravat. <laughs> Fancy construct. And when it sees you as you enter the grand hall, it points and, in common, says, "The Earl commands you to leave." We're gonna roll initiative again. Jesus. What did Maper get? I got a dirty 20. Oreskos? <laughs> you got a 10. Wild? Dirty 20. And Ermac? Natural 20 for 22. Mass. All right, Ermac, you're up first. Ermac commands you to sleep. <laughs> Boy, that's not weird. <laughs> I cast sleep. <laughs> Ermac commands you to sleep. <laughs> it just sounds so threatening. I cool. love it. Uh, so it's it's 5d8. Uh, uh, before you go about rolling, nothing happens. Oh. It's a construct. Ermac doesn't know this. I don't think. It's clearly a clockwork creature. Well, yeah, but like, I don't, I don't know, like, it could be like a Warforged or something. I don't know. So. Well, yeah, I mean, you cast the spell and just nothing happens. Exactly. 
it is immune to being put to sleep. Yeah. Now, now I know it's immune to charm spells. Um, no, not immune to being charmed. It's immune to being put to sleep. Oh, okay. Well, um, now I know. And now it's its turn. It comes running up, and it is going to uh, hit Ermac twice. Okay. Well, that was a big old seven, and that was a nine. They both miss. Which means it's now Maper's turn. I can I use Fireball up in here, or will that like to completely destroy this house? It's not going to completely destroy the house. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna use Fireball on it. And I'm sorry. Did you say Fireball? Are we even high up? Firebolt. Yeah. I think <laughs> Firebolts. <laughs> um. Do I roll for that one? What does it say? Um. It says a hit DC. Does it say seven. hit DC or to hit? Uh oh! I didn't actually. Hang on, I need to click on it instead of looking at just the. Firebolt is an attack, so you have a plus seven plus to seven. attack. Okay, I understand now. Fourteen. Fourteen does not hit. Oh well, shit! Wild. I'm gonna punch the construct. <laughs> are you punching it or are you hitting it with your sword? I'm gonna hit it with my sword. Let's do that. Because okay. uh, punching, you only deal strength damage. Uh, so that's a 19. That hits. Where is my d12? It's 2d6. You have a great sword, right? Why do I have done a great axe? I don't know. Well, I'll take your word for that and roll 2d6. I'll have if to fix you have a later. great sword, it's 2d6. If you have a great axe, it's 1d12. Last time you were using a great sword. Yes. Yeah, I think I put down the wrong thing. I will have to fix that later, but I will do it the t- 2d6. Rad. So that's a 12. 12 damage. That hurt a lot. Arescos. I don't like this thing. It creeps me out in a very sort of real way. So um, is there a an, an object uh, weighing between one and five pounds that looks like it might not be valuable? Sure. Okay. I'll just grab like a paperweight or something. Um, and I hold it up. In my hand, I point in the direction of the uh, the construct, and I use the spell catapult. Uh, it goes firing off of my hand at high speeds directly towards the <laughs> the construct. All right, is that a to hit or does it have to? Make uh, a it has to make a dexterity saving throw. Well, it got a nine. Oh, I'm sorry, an eleven. Okay, my DC is thirteen. Uh, it takes three D eight bludgeoning damage for a total of thirteen bludgeoning damage. So you pick up this, like, rock, it's like a geode or something, and it just magically, you know what, I really imagine your catapult as you, like, rear up and baseball throw it, <laughs> and it just impacts this thing, and it's still up, but it impacts this thing in the head and crushes part of its head in. Um, I think that's going to be it. I think it's going to be my turn. All right. Ermac. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my bonus action to give me back, to to use sorcery points to give me back a spell slot. Okay. And then I'm going to use my actual action to uh, cast Chaos Bolt. However, I rolled a six to hit. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Uh, So a bolt of thunder damage hits somewhere. Jason, roll a d20 for me. 
for for you, I will roll a real d20. <laughs> uh, 11. Okay. It does not make a tremendous amount of noise. Okay. Uh, and then the... Uh, the Earl, as it seemed to have called itself, will take a couple swings at Wild. Fifteen. Uh, that hits. Uh, six damage, bludgeoning damage. Ow. Uh, Sixteen for nine bludgeoning damage. I'm very hurt. Maper, it's your turn. I am going to try one of my... Can you use magic missile on it? Why wouldn't you be able to? Let me look. I, I was, I've mostly been worried about rain, like not the um, if it covers more than just the creature. Um, but this does look like it just hits the creature, so that's good. Magic missile is an automatic hit. Yeah. Fires three bolts that deal one d four plus two damage, or each bolt deals one d four plus two damage. And there's three, right? Yes. Now. Before you roll damage, and before we resolve this, there are a couple things we have to do. Because last time, you used magic missile, and I forgot to make you make a wild magic surge check. So I need you to roll a d20, and let me know if you roll a 1 or a 2. No, I got a 14. Okay. So last time, wild magic didn't go off. So now, I need you to roll again. And let me know if you got a one, a two, or a three. Thirteen. Okay. Now we can resolve magic missile. Yay! Eleven damage. No, it's fifteen damage. No, because it's four plus four. One D four plus two per bolt. So oh, if you hit him with okay. all three, it's three D four plus six. Okay. Never mind. So, uh, so Maper absolutely obliterates this thing with magic <laughs> missile. Okay. Because it had six hit points left. Rad. Let's go. All right. I'm just like, I don't feel great about destroying all this stuff. Um, something you notice is that it seems to be, they do seem to be slowly repairing. Well, now I feel less bad about it. The objects anyway. Or the, the like the statue and the butler or whatever. That's go. why I went with sleep because I didn't want to break the thing. All right, so immediately in front of you, you have the dining hall. There are stairs to the uh, east and west that lead up. So what did you all want to do? There's also like more stuff on this first floor. Just immediately what you see is the dining hall. Well, we have to get up to the, we have to get up to the, um, to the attic because that's where this thing is. So I guess... Up the stairs. Up the stairs we go. And yeah. which direction, though? To the right or to the left? I mean... I... Well, you know what they say. The right is always right. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> we're going right to go to the right. <laughs> All right. So you guys go to the east. All right. As you go to those stairs, um, you do pass what appears to be a drawing room, a cozy little alcove with some bookcases and easels and things like that and so immediately at the top of the stairs um there is a doorway to the north and a long hallway with a series of doors and in the middle is a set of stairs 
Now, something I do want everyone to do is make stealth rolls for me. Stealth, you say. That's why I was a weasel for a little while. Alas, no longer. What did Maper get? 19. Oreskos? 11. Uh, Ermac? Uh, I think that was an 8. And Wild? 19. Yeah, I I rolled an 8 for a total of 10. Okay, well, two of you passed, which means you have not drawn enough attention to yourselves to matter. Um, So yeah, you guys can see there's a spiral staircase in the middle of the hallway, um, but there are also a bunch of doors. I mean, the the stairs seem like they would obviously lead up, but mm-hmm. I don't I agree. know. I think we should go to the stairs. Well, we were told to go to the attic, so... Then we'll go up the stairs, then. All right. Everybody go ahead and just make one more uh, stealth check for me. <laughs> I'm quite stealthy for... Maper? I got a six. Orescos? Nineteen. Wild? Fifteen. Ermac? Thirteen. Thirteen. All right. You all succeed. You get upstairs and it does appear that you are in the attic. And uh, it is very cramped. It's maybe a 30-foot circle. Uh, This cramped attic holds oddities considered too strange to display on the matter's main floor. An adult-sized riding toy resembles a rock on a spring. A fine dress with wings made of bones. And a display shelf holding dozens of dolls are among the curiosities here. Um, oh, I did forget to mention at the at the top, all of the ceilings are 20 foot. So even though this is technically only a two-story building, each story is roughly 20 feet. I guess we start looking for the doll. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, let's start looking. I don't want to be in here any longer than we need to be. Yeah. Yeah, this place is kind of creepy. There is, you know, dozens of dolls. You start digging around. And then, uh, Oreskos, you hear movement. And when you turn, the dress that has the wings made of bones is beginning to flap and rise up into the air. That's not great. Why is everything so creepy? So, is this just a dress with wings made of bones on it? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. So Ermac sees this and just initiative time. Yeah, we're gonna roll initiative, but like, yeah, <laughs> skeleton yeah. friend, skeleton wants dress. So Ermac got a seventeen, and Oresco's got an eight. What did Maper get? Fifth or sorry, seventeen. And uh, Wild, eighteen. Um. All right, Wild, you are up first. Did you spend the money, the fifty gold, on a uh, healing potion? Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure that you had that. So, first things first. I'm going to check that healing potion because, ow. Alright. Um, so, that is your action. Is there anything else you wanted to do? Hold on. Let me check what I can do for bonus. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's my action. You mean that's your turn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my okay. turn. Ermac. Ermac's slightly enthralled by this dress and is going to cast... Uh, Sacred Flame. All right, so it has to make a deck save. Mm-hmm. Got a seven. Uh, that's a failure. It takes four points of radiant damage. All right, anything else? Uh, I'm just going to say pretty, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, God. Uh, Maybert, oh, God. it's your turn. You found him a skeleton girlfriend. I am going to use magic missile again. All right. Roll a d20. Let me know if you get a four or lower. Oh, yeah. I got a 19. Five, six, Wild 11. magic. 11 damage. No. I didn't do it right? Three, three. No, I did one. So that makes it three. Oh, one, okay. So 11 makes damage. It three. I understand now. Okay. And the last one was. Two. I understand now. So 11 damage. All right. Oreskos. All uh, right. As a bonus action, I am going to wild shape. And this time, I'm going to turn into a giant goat. And um, <laughs> I'm going to uh, headbutt this flying skeleton monstrosity. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's only about five feet off the ground right now. 11 versus armor class. 11 will not hit. Boo. And I am complete. Uh, you do get to make an attack of opportunity because it will fly up out of your range. Uh, that time was a 19. 19 hits. For five bludgeoning damage. That hurt. It is going to shoot bones from its wings at uh, Oreskos. Gross. I'm sorry, Fucking bones. Cool. What the fuck? Uh, one at Oreskos is a failure. And then three at Maper. Maybe. Uh, Misty step. Can that's not that? a reaction. Oh, that's right. Shield that's right. is a yeah. reaction if you have any spell slots left. I have a shield. I don't have shield, though. Oh, then. Yeah, no. You're making sure to mark off your spell slots, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I have one spell slot left. I have major. You have armor, zero spell slots a... left. Hmm? You have zero spell slots left. No, I have one left. I'm looking at your sheet. Did you mark a third one by accident? No, because I have only used two. It says I have one more slot left. Oh, wait a minute. I used Misty Step earlier. Never mind. I don't have any more spell slots because it didn't uh, mark it. No, it it did. You marked it, but it wasn't. It it's a thing. You have one spell slot left. Oh. Okay. Um. But regardless, it got an eleven, a seven, and a nine. Good. <laughs> Wild. Do you have any ranged attacks? Um. I have a javelin. I can huck at it. Well, there you go. You also have a short bow. Oh, hey, that I do. I'm gonna use a short bow. That'll be fun. So I pull out the short bow and take a shot. Well, before you roll, you might want to use the javelin because you have a better to hit and better damage. That's a good point. (laughs) That's a 15. A 15 will not hit. Ermac. That's not cool. And then I'm going to use Ray of Frost against it. (laughs) Natural 20 for 24. All right. Go ahead and roll your double damage. Oh, I rolled terrible. Five damage. Uh, uh, it clatters to the ground. Oh. It had exactly five hit points left. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Ashley, roll a d20 for me. So, am, I, am I putting anything with it or? Nope. 16. Okay. Uh, it does not appear to have made enough noise to attract attention. Can I can I make an arcana check on this dress? Sure. It's 12. Uh seems like it's a lot like 
pretty much everything else at the school that there's just so much ambient magic that sometimes stuff gets possessed. So does that mean, would that mean that Ermac thinks the dress is no longer possessed? It does not appear to have any magic left. Ermac will keep the dress. Ruskos is going to stop being a giant goat. So underneath uh, Sassy Sally Jane is a doll wearing a suit and adorned with a large white mustache holding a purse. And when opened up, there is 25 gold in that purse. We, you know, now that we've found what we're looking for and fought whatever that was, I think we should probably go. Is anyone going yeah. to squeeze Sally's hand? Oh, Lord. Yes. I want to squeeze Sally's Not hand. Not while we're... <laughs> God damn Wild squeezes Sally's hand and Sally says, is that your outfit? You're so brave. Wow. Wow. <gasps> oh, man. Wow. It's sassy. Oh, so Maper's like, Maper's like, oh, she called me brave. <laughs> she sure did. Sure did. She doesn't say mean things like people say. Maper, we are going to have a discussion about sarcasm later. But first, we need to get out of here. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Wild's going to have to explain sarcasm to Maper. Uh, Maper hasn't gotten it from, understood it from his dad for years. So I really don't think he's going to catch on. <laughs> Listen, Wild's going to do the old college try. <laughs> get it? We're in college. Ha ha. You get outside without any major issues. And uh, you hold up Sally Jane and there's a lot of quiet cheering. as And even the tree gets in on it. <laughs> And with the success of acquiring a sassy doll, that's the end of this episode. Hey, Abby, do you want to add some peas to the zone? I fucking hate you. Anyways, uh, I have a Twitter. It's elvenly underscore E. I mainly share things I care about, um, but I'm trying my best to like, you know, get get some doodles up there. So go forth. Have fun if you want to see me scream to the void about things I care about. Uh, yes, I have a YouTube channel. It's I don't know why I switched that accent. <laughs> I have a YouTube keep, keep channel. Keep the accent. It's amazing. It's uh, Arisil Prime, E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E. I have a bunch of stuff on there, even though I haven't posted in forever, but it's got stuff on there. It's gaming videos. Check it out. You can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram under Clean, posting art, animal stuff, and cosplay things. That's all. I uh, I don't do socials because I'm an old man, but if you ever find yourself being stalked by either a skeleton in a dress or a sassy doll, uh, these problems can be solved with a number of different methods. Uh, the use of an exorcist, um, things like fire or acid, or the proper amount and application of explosives. So just keep that in mind. If you ever have that event going on in your life. Also, maybe re-examine your place of living slash business or the deeds that you've done in your life if that has happened to you. Um, And as always, um, play more tabletop games. I have been a doctor, dishwasher, a third thing I said. Snake wrangler. Snake wrangler. That was the fourth (laughs) thing. But 
I have also been painter. Painter. That's it. I am a painter. You are. Yeah. But also beyond all of that, I have been watching you. And if you want to watch me, uh, I'm online at royalartisanprops.com and on a bunch of social media at the Grumpy Badger or Grumpy Badger Dice or some variation thereof. Uh, Abby rolled like two natural 20s in this game using my the dice that I made her. So, you know, maybe that'll happen for you. I don't know. But <laughs> if you want to support this podcast and the other podcasts and stuff like that, head over to weplayrpgs.com and go to support the show and you'll see a bunch of different links that you can help us out at. So, uh... Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs>